Well, hello there, kids. This is your resident spooky drag queen, Pissy Miles. And this is your resident spooky smartass, Sam Baxter. I like that. Thank you. <laughs> and this <laughs> is my, my spooky, spooky gay, gay family. family. So many changes to the introduction. <laughs> I was like, fuck it. I'm not coming up with another uh, alliterative intro. And you were like, fuck it. I'm going to be my own person. <laughs> and both of them went well. They did. I'm I'm entirely happy with our, our new little intro. <laughs> I like that. I like the spooky smart ass. Thank you. That's good. I appreciate that. Was that just on the fly or did you have No, I had been thinking about that for like weeks. That was like like 12 hours worth of brainstorming. Back in February, you were sitting in your office like, what can I say? (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck am I? Who am I? Existential crisis, trip to Tibet later, and I figured it out. (laughs) Eat, pray, smart ass. Smart ass, yeah. Well, hello, kids, and welcome to another episode of My Spooky Gay Family. We are very excited. It is, uh, we are c- just chugging right along with the, the 13 weeks of Halloween. This is week three, right? Mm-hmm. Week three. How, how is that possible? Literally, like, 10 seconds ago, it was, we were like, we're announcing the, the 13 weeks of <laughs> Halloween, and now we're a month into it. <laughs> I know. No, August has been, like, flying by. It's since, and you know what? I'm not going to complain because yeah, I no, fucking I'm not hate mad August. About it. I, I know we talked about this in the minisode. We were saying like how fucking terrible August is, but it's exceptionally bad. It is, especially in New Jersey because it is a humid heat. It is a wet heat. It is not a dry heat. <laughs> it's a wet heat. It's <laughs> moist. It is, it is moist. <laughs> that is like, that's my <laughs> gift to Kevin. He's like, no. <laughs> Kevin's least, for those of you who don't know Kevin, and I'm assuming that's most of you, his least favorite word in the world is moist. So I'm going to use it n- no less than 12 times in this episode. <laughs> and it'll be fine because Kevin doesn't listen to the podcast. Yes. <laughs> Bob listened for the first, like, two months. Yeah. Then he gave up. Yeah. Then we invited him on and he stopped listening. He was yeah. like, oh, now I'm the talent. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Sam Baxter? What's new? I'm doing pretty good. I'm enjoying the fact that August is moving quickly. Yeah, I'm me too. Enjoying the fact that it's been, like, rainy and cool the last two days, which has been, like, which is, like, my ideal form of weather. I guess. I like cool. I just don't like rainy. Rainy is just so gross. It's like there's no worse feeling than when you're out and you're like, you have like soggy socks, and <laughs> and like the t- the edges of your coat, like the cuffs of your coat or your sweater are wet, and it's like, oh, I hate it. It just reminds me of like, this is such a specific moment in my life. But when I was very young, like not as young as I am now, but mm-hmm. much younger than I am now, auditioning in New York City and like the days where it was like. The audition happens rain or shine, obviously, because it was indoors back when we could still go inside places together. And like walking to an audition in the rain with like wet everything and like the bottoms of my pants are wet and like that kind of like New York wet. You know what I mean? It is different in New York City. 
it is like the second a single drop of rain falls in New York City, everything is soaked. Everything is soaked. Like, <laughs> like you can't sit anywhere. You can't look at anything. There's just there's water coming down. There's water going up. There's, there's water, water coming out of your sides. clothes from for some reason. <laughs> I like, know. You turn into the guy from X Men when he just like liquefies. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you have an umbrella or not. It like, really doesn't. Like you will be wet, yes. no matter. And no you matter will be wet. Are consistently for at least the next six hours i know because you're always going somewhere and when you get there it's like there is nothing dry about the place you're going to you go inside and you're like oh i'll sit down for a second you sit on the couch and it's wet and you're like what the fuck is this (laughs) who sat here who was the filthy wet person (laughs) who sat on this couch (laughs) um but yes that's why i don't like the rain that's fine me personally Uh, there are some times when i'll go for it but generally speaking I just hate it. <laughs> That's what, okay. What is your least favorite weather? Oh, like 95 and sunny. <laughs> like, bar none. There's one listener in Arizona going, 95, that's it? Yeah. Like, <laughs> any anything really above 85 and sunny is kind of me sitting here going, well, bleh. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't want it. I don't need it. I just wish I was dead. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> I... I kind of have both extremes. It's like, I hate the the rainy, wet, and cool. And I hate the, like, hot, gross, blah. I, I, I need... The only temperature that is... Accept, the only weather in general that is acceptable to me is, like, sunny, no humidity, like, completely mm-hmm. crisp, and 65. That is the only weather... That is ideal. That is ideal in every way. Yes. Which is why we're doing this. Exactly. Because I was like, <laughs> we're just going to pretend that none of the other shit is happening and it is beautiful and fall outside. It is 65 degrees in my heart. <laughs> in my heart, it's like 21. <laughs> um, all right, kids. Well, we're going to we're gonna get get on. What am I talking about? I just I had a know. stroke. I'm like, why, <laughs> why can't I talk these days? I'm so just like tired and ready for bed constantly. I wish I could just lay down all the time. Uh, we're going to keep on moving along and we're going to get into our discussion today. I'm very excited for our discussion because this is uh, this is a topic that has for many years been important to me, but as an adult has become something I hate. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you why when we get to it. But today we're talking about costumes we are getting into the do's and don'ts and definitely do's and definitely don'ts of costumes on at halloween because halloween is the best time of the year with one possible exception and it's costumes (laughs) and and it's costumes (laughs) and uh yeah we're we're just gonna jump right in okay sounds good (laughs) i don't (laughs) do you do you wear costumes still as an adult um i will dress up in kind of the least effort possible. Mm. So like when we did Harry Potter two years ago, like I was wearing like a cardigan and a tie. But like <laughs> I didn't like go I didn't stick. like go buy the wizard's robes or mm. anything. Like I didn't do any of that. Like n- my normal Halloween attire is like a black like boiler suit because I'm boiler cutting suit. up pumpkins. Like a like a like a like a gas attendant. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like a Michael Myers. Yeah, I okay. usually go like the the Michael Myers Jason Voorhees route. Mm. 
Oh, that's understandable. Because it's the best for for pumpkin splatter. <laughs> I would say I'm probably in a lot of ways similar. I I will dress up if I have to. But the problem I find is that because of my chosen profession, a lot of times people will want me to get in drag. They'll be like, oh, I'm having a party. You should come in drag. You should play this character. And it's fun for like the first 10 minutes, but then like 10 minutes into a party, drag is the most uncomfortable shit in the world. So it's like, all I want to do is get out of this costume. (laughs) (laughs) It's, and I... I don't know. I just like get, I get less excited about it because every day is like that for me. It's like I dress up every day for work. So I guess I don't know what it is that I get less excited about it. You've been desensitized. I've been desensitized. And I, I also never get to play play. I never get to put on like a a classic horror costume. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you don't really get to do like Michael Myers and drag. No, exactly. It's I I get I do a lot of like Winifred. Uh, I do a lot of spooky clowns. Spooky mm-hmm. clown actually has been like kind of a thing for me. It's recur. <laughs> it's like a recurring theme in my in my spooky life because I get asked to do the clown a lot. I I do Pennywise every Halloween, and uh, it all kind of started when. <laughs> Uh, a drag queen from RuPaul's Drag Race season 12, who I, I won't name because I I don't think there's any reason, hired me to do a haunted house in New York City called Blood Manor. Mm-hmm. And she was, I guess, in she was in charge of putting together this like drag night in the haunted house. So tons of drag queens were asked to come and be a part of the scares, which was really cool. And there were uh, there were a few drag race girls like Alyssa Edwards was there I remember Alyssa Edwards was there Roxy Brooks no not Roxy Brooks Roxy Brooks is uh, a drag queen from Texas Roxy Andrews was there mm-hmm. I think Jiggly was there um there were a bunch of girls in in the haunt that night but I was in <laughs> she was like I want you to be in the clown room. And I was like, okay, (laughs) perfect. And she was like, but the clown room is also a UV light room. So it's like, there were like black lights. So you had to do all your paint in like UV sensitive pigment. Mm -hmm. Um, So I ordered all this like special makeup and did, I I used like prosthetics and these like UV pigment powders that went over it and like all this stuff. And uh, it ended up being like the best night of my life. (laughs) <laughs> because I, I'll post a picture of the original like scary clown I did and I was like what the hell outfit am I going to wear because this is like next to impossible so I went to a really cool costume shop in uh, New York City it's called Abracadabra and it's kind of a very well known costume shop and it's where a lot of the drag queens go to get their makeup and things like that and I went in and I was looking for something I that was inexpensive that I could turn into a good clown costume Mm -hmm. and i was looking around and i couldn't find it i didn't want one of those like cheap party city you didn't want spirit of halloween exactly but i i wanted it to look kind of couture and fun but i also couldn't afford to get like a 300 dollar yeah clown costume so i was looking around downstairs in their like clearance section and they had these like rainbow capes (laughs) and i was like oh that's interesting it looks kind of like a circus tent and so what I did was 
I tied together the neck and then I sewed down the front. So it kind of turned into just this like tent over my body. And um, I cut handholds in it. So it kind of turned it into like almost like a, a lady bunny shift dress. <laughs> like those, I, I call them tent dresses. That's, yeah. li- that's literally like the term for them. And it's, um, it, it just was like this really short and I like tore up the ends and, and pushed it on it. But it ended up being this like really cool outfit and it was so much fun because i have never had more fun in drag than scaring people <laughs> it was so much fun it, have you ever worked in a haunted I, house? I haven't and it's like a lifelong dream of mine i would love to oh to work a haunt one day one year when uh when we're not in quarantine mm-hmm. i i have so many friends who are involved in haunts i'll get you a job <laughs> <laughs> it's so much fun because it started out basically when you walked into the room I was in, there was like a box and there was a, a, one person from the room was in the box and they had one of those awful chainsaws, those yeah. like the ones without the chains. And then there was another person, another clown standing in the room to like scare them when they first walked in. And then there were these like hanging like meat sacks. <laughs> I don't know what else to call them. They were like, they're, it was like. Uh, like the cotton candy from Killer Clowns? Kind of, yeah. Okay. It was a lot like that, but they were just like hanging body parts. And so when I first started, um, there were there were three of us in the room and I was the person in the box. So they would walk in, I would hear them get scared at the door. Mm-hmm. And then I would be able to hear when they were close to the box and I would jump out with the chainsaw and blah. Yeah. But it started all that screaming. I was like losing my voice. And I was like, I was like, somebody else jump in this box for me. I need a break. And so someone else jumped in the box. And what I did was um, I had all these like scary prosthetics and I had those like white out eyes, mm-hmm. the contacts, the ones that like it literally just turns your eye into a pupil. Yeah. And um, and I had these like Pennywise sharp teeth mm-hmm. in that were really well made. And I hid behind one of the like hanging corpsey things mm-hmm. And I heard them get scared at the door. Then they get scared at the box. And then they would start to walk towards the back of the room where the door was. And I would be hiding behind the um, the meat sack. Yeah. <laughs> and I would just like slowly step out and peer at them like very aggressively. <laughs> and they would get, they would all get like really scared. And they'd be like, oh my God. And then I would just smile and reveal the like creepy <laughs> teeth. And they lost it and it was like the i did that over and over and over again all night long and it never got old it was like my favorite thing i've ever done that sounds like so much fun like it was the best i always like costumes were never my favorite part of halloween but i think if i had like a purpose for them like that i Mm -hmm. think that that would be totally different oh it's it's so much fun to perform in the costume sometimes just walking around in the costume is fine but i find because you it's like we've said so many times you and i come from a performance background and it's so much more fun when you can kind of get lost in this thing this like weird thing and just enjoy it and that was like one of my top five halloween time memories was doing that that event because they loved me and they asked me to come back, but they asked me to come back as one of the Sanderson sisters. Mm-hmm. And so me and uh, Judy Darling, who is another really wonderful drag queen from New York City, and this other queen who had originally hired me, did the three Sanderson sisters. I was Winifred, Judy was uh, Sarah, and the other girl was Mary. 
And we were basically like hired to just entertain people outside mm. in the line while they were waiting because the line went on for like blocks. Yeah. So we would just like go up and down the thing and like entertain them and like pretend to be the Sanderson sisters. And that was a lot of fun too. But uh, not as much fun as the clown, if I'm being honest. <laughs> <laughs> if you could be like a scary costume, what would you choose? Would you do oh, a clown? Oh my God, I don't know. That's such a hard one. I could see you being really good as like uh, a werewolf. I could probably pull off a werewolf. I could probably pull off a werewolf. I wouldn't mind like an actually scary witch. Mm. I would. I would be down for that. Um, I would even go zombie. You would be a good zombie. Thank you. You'd be a good zombie. I, I could. See I that. moan a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Every time you get off the couch. <laughs> That's what it sounds like to every time I get up from bed in the in the morning. Like <laughs> after thirty, it's just like yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's terrible. I don't know. I don't know if there's a costume I haven't done that I like really want to do. Do you have one that like you're like I've always wanted to do this, but I've never had the chance. I've always wanted to wear like a movie replica quality Jason Voorhees costume. Mm. I have always wanted to do that. <laughs> um I am 57 and that's being generous. That's like what it says on my driver's license. <laughs> and that is a lie. So like, <laughs> when when you think about the fact that Kane Hodder's like 65, like is he really? He is a tall tall man. I remember I saw cuz every year they do that Monster Mania in yeah. Cherry Hill in New Jersey and um the last time we went Kane Hodder and Robert England were there in the same room. Mm-hmm. It was like you could meet Robert England and Kane Hodder at the same time. And we were, I think you were with me when this happened. I was, but I was stuck outside in the like absolutely horrendous crowd that was there. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, could not get in the room. Well, what's funny is I I didn't go in because I, I forget what the reasoning was. There was like a limit to the number of people who could go in at one time or something like that. Yeah. And we were with David's younger cousin. So I was like, oh, you guys go in. I'll meet you after. Like, it's not the end of the world. I'm not I'm not like I'm not always pressed to to meet people. It's more like I go to have a good time. And so uh, I was waiting outside and everyone went in and they were in that like long fucking line to yeah. meet everyone. And uh, I was waiting outside and I guess Kane Hodder took a break. Mm hmm. And I was just kind of like standing there on my phone and I looked up and I saw him like maybe like six or seven feet away, Mm -hmm. like walk past me and directly into a stairwell that was like a private entrance for entertainers. And I was like, oh, I was like, that was Jason. That's Jason. I actually met Kane Hodder at a Monster Mania. Did you? It wasn't the one that we went to together. Um, Me and Sarah had gone. I want to say this was like 2011. Mm. And we went and we went, we went and we did the three day ticket. So we did Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. And there's nobody there Friday night and there's nobody there on Sunday. So you get. Which is like, so strange. So, so you get to like actually meet people. Mm. And I spent like a good 10 minutes talking to him and um, we took a picture and he gave me a hug. And when he hugged me, <laughs> um, my head came up to his armpit. <laughs> like he is a huge man. <laughs> Like, he's a gigantic, gigantic man. I'm just imagining you being like, and he's like, he could have very easily 
like murdered me if he wanted to like it was like he's he's so big <laughs> like it's just it's impossible to describe if you've never met him how big how big a he looked he massive but he was kind of far away so I, I and i only caught him for like two and a half seconds so i was like uh it was kind of hard to judge exactly how tall he was yeah, he was also like the sweetest person we met the entire weekend. Like really? he was just such a nice guy, <laughs> but like, and was totally happy to like sit there and talk about stupid kills with me for ten minutes, even really? though I'm sure I was like the thirtieth person that night who wanted to talk about the yeah. sleeping bag kill. What was his first Jason? Um, his first one was six. He did a couple of stunts for six, and then he took over on seven. I believe he did do six. I I thought that he his first one was Manhattan, which he is did, seven, right? No, Manhattan's eight. Oh. So I think I might I might have that wrong. He might have taken over on seven. He might have done a couple of stunts and taken over for eight. It's entirely po- you but, would know better than I would. But I think I think he did one or two stunts on Jason Lives. Like, oh, that's interesting. Like he wasn't doing Jason. He wasn't playing Jason yet, mm. but he did a couple stunts. You know what's interesting? I uh I told you I've been doing my little like binge watch of Friday the thirteenth. Mm-hmm. Uh because they were all on Amazon Prime and they have all the titles listed. And then I watched like one through five, I think. I think I got through yeah. five. And then at six, it was like, would you like to rent this movie? And I was like, are you oh, fucking wait. kidding? So I skipped it. I was like, fine, I'll just watch seven. And then it was like, would you like to rent this movie? I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> Amazon, why are you like this? It's like there are like 11 movies and you gave me the first five for free. Motherfucker. <laughs> Like, you bastard. And I was like, this is why I subscribe to Shudder. I do own all of them. If you do want, you? If you want to see them. I will happily I, lend you the DVDs. I can't remember how many I watched. It was either five or six that I got through. Which is the one? Oh, God. Which one's the one that's, like, kind of campy that has the kill in the trailer? Kind of campy. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> There are two. It's like the first one that's like really campy. It's it's, number four, I think, had an RV kill. No, I I got farther than four. Then you might have gotten to six. I think it was six because it's the one where they like have sex and Jason cuts the power to the RV and then he kills the girl in the bathroom. He smashes her face into Into the the side and it makes a perfect indent. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's six. That's six. Oh, then I saw through six, but I did not see seven yet. Yeah, seven seven's interesting. Seven has a telekinetic girl in it. It's it's it gets a little wonky, and it never really gets better either. Like no, but I do Manhattan think that seven is, okay. is the sleeping bag kill. Oh, is it? Yeah, the seven seven is the sleeping bag kill. Mm. I believe. I haven't. I mean, I'm sure I've seen seven. I have seen all of the Friday the Thirteenth movies. I'm sure, but I have not watched it in like twenty years. Yeah, no, it's been a little while for me, actually, since I watched all of them all the way through, which is why I'm rusty on where stuff happens. <laughs> we should have a little, we should have a Friday the 13th marathon soon. We should have a Friday the 13th marathon soon. I can speak. <laughs> um, I have been desperately trying on this podcast to only do a Friday movie in a month where there is a Friday the 13th. So it might take us 10 years to get through it, but When's I don't When's the care. next Friday the 13th? I think there's one in November. Ah. But we're going on to number three, right? Yeah, we we would be on number three this time. Oh, goodness. Three was a good one. No, actually, I think we're on number two. Are you sure? Yeah, we haven't done Friday 2 yet. I don't think. I thought that we had. Please write in and let us know what we've done. (laughs) We didn't even remember. (laughs) Oh, right. Aren't we supposed to be talking about costumes? (laughs) (laughs) We don't know what we're doing anymore. 
I, I think Jason is a good costume and it's relatively simple, but movie yeah, accurate. Jumpsuit, would be. jumpsuit and a hockey mask. Yeah. But I mean, if you're talking movie accurate, would you do like prosthetics and things? I don't know that I would necessarily, I would have to at least do a bald cap worth of prosthetics mm-hmm. because obviously Jason doesn't have hair unless you're doing part two, Jason. Right. But, um, I think I would at least have to do the bald cap. It would depend on whether or not I want to take the mask off at any point and i don't know that i would i mean i am no expert when it comes to prosthetics but i can do them and i can do i'm sure i can do a bald cap that's something that's well within my wheelhouse so if you ever want to uh be jason maybe one year i'll just i think part of the problem is i would want to be like part six or seven jason which means it's zombie jason which Um. means like holes and like maggots and stuff and mm, that's a lot of work that nice big chain around the neck <laughs> from getting from and you want it movie home. realistic you want a real chain I, I, I want a real chain i'm gonna go to home depot and i'm gonna buy the he- biggest heaviest grade chain that they have <laughs> <laughs> here sam we just put it around your neck and watch <laughs> you hit the floor <laughs> it's like family guys just up and down <laughs> And no in between. Cut the frame where you're falling. And just <laughs> up and down. Oh, goodness. I don't know what my movie accurate desire would. I mean, I would love to do Ghostface, but movie accurate Ghostface is not that hard, if I'm being honest. Yeah, movie accurate Ghostface isn't that different from like Spirit of Halloween Ghostface. It's really not. I mean, since in theory they bought the Ghostface outfit at like a Halloween costume store. Well, kind of. There's actually a really funny story behind that. They found the mask in someone's attic. Really? They did. They found it in someone's attic and it was like some old like mask that had been produced by some costume company that was like no longer, it was like totally defunct. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember what led them to that person's attic that they were like, look, it might've been like a garage sale or an estate sale or something like that, that they were like, they're looking and they found the mask and they loved it. So they took it back to the studio and they had the makeup department try to change it a bit to kind of give them the license to, you know, whatever. And they fucked with it for like a few they made like a bunch of different masks and none of them were as effective as the original so eventually they like found a, like a little tag or something on mm-hmm. the mask that said what the company was and they ended up buying the likeness from the company huh. so that they could use it isn't that crazy that is crazy and I then, yeah totally believe that that's something Wes Craven would do <laughs> absolutely and again part of the genius of Wes Craven speaking of have we talked about the fact that they've announced Scream 5 I don't think we have talked about it, no. Or that Courtney Cox has, a, I believe, officially signed on. She has officially signed on, according to, you know, her social media. Yeah. She has officially signed on. I believe I heard something about... There's no uh, word on whether or not her bangs will be returning. But she's, <laughs> but she's coming. There's back. not enough time. <laughs> <laughs> There's no time. Uh, I believe David Arquette has said that he is coming back. And even possibly Nev Campbell. But who knows? I guess we'll... I know Nev Campbell had said she was open to coming back. I don't know if she's actually said yes yet. I certainly hope that she does because, again, I don't think I want to see a scream without Nev Campbell. But 
I don't know why you would. And we're getting into very dangerous territory because we did. Scream has like followed the prototype to a fucking T. It was like one excellent, yeah. two great, three, nah. huh? <laughs> four. Okay, we're back okay, on track. Cool. And now we're on five. And, and this five is, <laughs> is usually where slasher stories just fall completely yeah. off the rails. Five is when we jump the shark. Yeah. And uh, I'm a little bit afraid for what that means, especially because we're going into this. This is the first one in the series that will be directed by someone who is not Wes Craven. And I'm like, oh, guys, please. Yeah, this, please. Could, this could get bad. At least get Kevin Williamson. Like, at yeah. least, at least that would be... The, that would be the best thing to do. But again, going back to costumes, that would be a great costume to do screen accurate, but not particularly challenging. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, not not exactly A-level work. And I so, like, I could make it a really accurate costume if I wanted to. That said, it's like, well, is what would the payoff be? Also... A, a costume like that is a lot of fun in theory, but then you go to a party and you're like, I don't want to be wearing a mask all night. Yeah. So <clears throat> that becomes challenging. Masks are difficult. They're very things difficult. Things like socializing. Yeah. Um, As I, we are all learning. <laughs> <laughs> Makes it a lot harder to enjoy a cocktail with, yeah. your, with your mask on. Um, that said, there is one other costume that I think I would love to do like fully screen accurate but i think i would have to lose a lot of weight what is it um i would love to do uh evelyn okay from masters of the universe okay that's fair and i have like bright blue like the ice contacts um <laughs> that would be perfect for the look but again like She's like one of the most beautiful women in the world. And I'm like, <laughs> Greenpeace <laughs> is looking for ways to save me. So I'm I'm trying to figure out how I would do that look justice mm. uh, without a jawline. <laughs> <laughs> Prosthetic jawline. Yeah, literally. That's the dilemma we're in. I'm going to need, I'm just going to, I'm going to use your neck chain to just hold my back. <laughs> That's what it's going to be. <laughs> Um, do you, is there a costume you would never do? <clears throat> Anything that is recommended for women to wear at Halloween <laughs> is pretty much something that I'm going to say no to. You don't want to be a naughty nurse? Because this is the thing though, and Sarah and I were talking about this earlier today, so so some of the credit for this conversation goes to Sarah. <laughs> but, like, if I want to be Iron Man, I don't mean I want to be wearing a mini dress with Iron Man on it. Yeah. And that is basically what happens to women when you walk into a spirit of Halloween. I know. You want to be a police officer? Here's a miniskirt. You want to be the Hulk? Here's a miniskirt. You want to be a werewolf? Here's a miniskirt. It's, <laughs> and it's like, made like, of hair. And it's made of hair. Yes. <laughs> so it's like there are no options for women that don't involve being sexy for men. Yeah. And I, it's I like yeah. while granted, if you were going to a dyke bar you would probably get all the same looks. <laughs> you know, like... And maybe even enjoy them. And maybe even enjoy them in that context. Like, I just... I don't understand why, like, there there are no, like, spooky witch costumes. There are no, like, Bride there of Frankenstein really costumes. Like, like, there are so many good options for mm -hmm. women and just none of them ever make it onto the rack. 
I know. You really have to like make an effort to seek them out through I either like online stores mm-hmm. or honestly most times you have to make it yourself it's either make it yourself or you have to go to like an etsy shop and yeah. find like a really good uh like spooky witch costume and I, this is probably like my biggest pet peeve about halloween these days is that we've kind of lost the scariness of it does that make sense? Like, yeah, it's all like puns and sexy, and stuff. I don't mind. And there's puns nothing and sexy wrong with that to some extent, but it's like I would much rather go to a party with people who are like looking for the spooky, ooky, crazy, scary, <laughs> like, and people who have gone just as all out as you've gone. So, yeah. like, if you spent three hours putting prosthetics on, you want to go to a party where other people maybe have have done that. Exactly. You don't want to show up and see. You know, Jim Bob in the corner with a white T-shirt that says, this is my costume on it. <laughs> like, it was funny the first 900 times. Or the guy wearing the fucking Vote for Pedro T-shirt. It's I like, know. it's not, it wasn't even funny when Napoleon Dynamite was out. <laughs> like. And yeah, like the guy who shows up in a white T-shirt with the three black dots and he's like yeah. a hole punch. Yeah. Like, stupid things like that. It's like, well, why, why did I go to this extent to be so great? When <laughs> when you are just going to phone it in. And I want to make it clear. Everybody is has their own, like, comfort level with this stuff. And, like, we totally get that. It's just, if you know you're going to a party with people who are absolutely insane about Halloween, you can't pull the 404 to costume not found nonsense. Yeah, exactly. Like, again, and it's clever. <laughs> that one is clever. I will give you that one. The 404 error is clever. But, like... <laughs> You need to it's map just, your DNS settings. But you need to figure it out. Yeah. Like, you gotta you gotta get your domain in check. Yes. Uh yeah, I will say that's kind of like a general pet peeve of mine when it comes to Halloween. Is like I'm always the weird person who like you go to a Halloween party and there's a I, this is gonna make me sound like such a douche, but you go to the Halloween party and everyone always has the same playlist. It's like Thriller, Monster and Mash, Monster Mash. Uh, Monster Mash. I don't mind as much because it's a little campy, but like it's all the like any pop song that says the word monster in it, yeah. like, and it it's not even particularly scary or spooky. It's just like pop music, and I get that. That's fine. There are people who just want to go out and party, whatever. But like at my party, I want like sounds of the season, like that's. <laughs> I don't want... You I want, want the gulag. On yeah, the I want yeah. the gulag. I want, like, creepy organ music playing. Like, uh, you know what I mean? If I'm I'm at a house party, no one's dancing anyway. Like, yeah. especially not at my my house parties. Like, <laughs> my, my friends are not into that. So it's like, I, I would much rather go for, like, the accurate tone yeah. of, of the season. And not to the point where, like, it's not fun. Like, it should still be, like fun and upbeat and and silly but i think it should also it should look like everyone's here to celebrate halloween not just like oh this is mardi gras but with skeletons yeah it's a little <coughs> like i don't want to sound like too much of a pure snob but there's, that's a, what there's, saying. there's, a, there's a part of me that's like no be spooky yeah like be spooky or if you can't be spooky like like i said i openly admitted to dressing up as a Slytherin mm-hmm. student and that was like my best Halloween ever. Like it doesn't have to be spooky. It just has to, you just have to commit. Like, yeah. And it, it doesn't have, it doesn't take much to commit. Like 
you don't need an expensive costume, but like be creative, do something that that will be fun and interesting later. You know, I I I just hate I hate that feeling of like everyone kind of half-assing Halloween in the name of like going out and getting drunk and having sex. Yeah, that's kind of like <clears throat> This isn't a fertility festival, even though it kind of has turned into one. I know. (laughs) Like, this has turned into Bacchanalia, and it's supposed to be quite a lot more somber than that. Yeah, it's kind of the opposite. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, I don't know. Like, I'm fine. Like, if you want to dress up as a taco, dress up as a taco. Like, But make it a good taco. But make it a good taco. And honestly, if you make your own costume, like... I will give you 100%, like, thousand times thumbs up when you make your own costume. I don't care if it looks like shit. Yeah. If you made it, 1,000% I'm behind you. Because you took the time to really do something fun and and you, you put your all into it. It's not just like, oh, I forgot I'm going to a party tonight. I need this. I need this thing. Like, and, and honestly, I've had costumes where I did that, but it's like, I've been like, oh my God, I need a costume for tonight. I thought this party was was in two days. And yeah. it's like, I go through my closet and I say, okay, what do I have? And I take the inventory and I say, okay, well, I can make this and I can make this and I can make this. I just hate that. I hate that mentality of like, oh, I just don't care because I take very, I take Halloween very seriously. <laughs> and it makes me sad when other people don't because you don't want to show up being the only person who took it really seriously and everyone else is a mouse. Duh. You know? <laughs> I, I just hate I was that. wondering when Mean Girls was going to come up. You knew it had to happen. <laughs> it was going to happen. Honestly, the ex-wife look from Mean Girls, perfect Halloween costume. Go, Caddy Heron. Beautiful. And it's like, that. that is my worst fear, is showing up and being... The ex-wife. Yeah, and being Katie Heron. Yeah. It's In a stupid. room full of mice. In a room full of mice. <laughs> And everyone's like just wearing bunny ears and it's like, shut the fuck up. Who cares? No one likes you. <laughs> it's like either put on a bow tie and have your friend be wearing a smoking jacket or get out of my face. I know. Do you do you normally make your costumes or do you buy them? I'm usually I can't sew worth a shit. Mm-hmm. So I usually assemble a costume, but I almost never end up buying a costume from a costume shop. As much as I love Spirit of Halloween. And Everyone does. It's my just a fun little local walk spirit of Halloween is actually open already. Is it? I think they're trying to get people to buy stuff before they cancel Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, now's our moment. Now's our moment. Quick, 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 quick. <laughs> Everybody buy costumes for this holiday that's totally happening this year. It's definitely happening. It's get definitely happening. Come now. here now. <laughs> We're going to open in fucking August. Lock the doors. Meanwhile, my stupid ass is like, let's go. I would go. I would go, go to Spirit of Halloween with you because. While I'm probably not going to buy a costume because I do usually make my own costumes, I will be happy to like shop through like the horror merchandise. Yeah, and purchase decor and things of that nature. I didn't, for some reason, decor was not the word I was like hearing coming out of your mouth. I was like, purchase what? (laughs) My God. No, they've had some rather lovely Hocus Pocus throw pillows the last couple of years. It's very nice. They have, although I'm wondering. It's like spoofy home goods. I know, it really is. (laughs) Pure 13. Um, this is, I'm a little worried because I'm like, okay, have we, are we starting to hit the point where everyone's kind of hocus pocus out and we're going to stop seeing all the wonderful merchandise, but hopefully if we go back to spirit of Halloween, they will still have it. 
I think Hocus Pocus is sticking around for a little while. I know this year the Spirit of Halloween has some really cool trick-or-treat merch. Really? That I want to buy. <laughs> oh, I want to do that. <laughs> um, They're selling the masks, actually, from the school bus massacre this year. They're selling the, like, creepy Dracula mask and, like, all that other cool shit. Oh, don't say that in front so, of David. He's going to want to buy them and then put them on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I support him. He When we were dating uh, and he was still living at home, as was I, so no judgment, Um he had an office in the basement of his parents' house. And in his office, on the walls, he had, like... <clears throat> I, I, they were, like... Some of them were, like, creepy masks. Some of them were superhero masks. So, like, one was, like, a kind of, like, a Betty Boop character. One was, like, the Hulk. And I think he had a Wonder Woman. Like, he had a bunch of just, like, masks that were just, like, on the wall. And I, I, if you tell him about this, I'm going to end up with all of the the little dead children's masks from Trick or Treat on my walls. <laughs> no, but they have some cool Trick or Treat stuff this year. And I, Do you I, know I love that stuff? this movie is getting its moment. Thank God. It's like, this is like the best Halloween movie that has ever been made. It is a love letter to Halloween. Yeah. I can't wait until some podcast does an entire episode, episode about this movie. Any perhaps during a numbered week long countdown <laughs> to something. <laughs> Any queer horror podcast that is doing a 13 week countdown to Halloween. Perhaps in the first week of October or thereabouts. <laughs> so keep an eye out. If you see one, let us know, kids. Yeah. <laughs> I could use a good listen. Do they have a Sam? costume they have had sam costumes and i was actually really impressed last year they had a children's sam costume Oh, that would be perfect and like that was the only moment in my entire life where i was ever sad i wasn't a parent i know i was like <laughs> i would be like no bitch you don't get to pick your costume this year you're going as sam i, I literally was just thinking i was like what do i have to do to get Mackenzie to go as sam <laughs> kidnap her i don't think it would be hard i think she would love how spooky it was i think she would like it too but i don't i don't i don't know Trying to convince Jess. To yeah, Jess might be a little J- bit Jess less might, than enthused about it. Jess might be, you know, in favor of her daughter having agency and getting to pick her own costume as opposed to us all picking it out just because it's adorable. Listen, every child has one year where someone picked out their Halloween costume. Many of them have several. Yeah. <laughs> one through five, really, at least. <laughs> I have... Everybody's been a pumpkin. Everybody's been a caterpillar. Everyone... Yeah. Everyone's been a ladybug. Do you remember when Zach was a baby, when mom and Jess decided to put him in the pumpkin we were carving? Yes, I do. (laughs) It was literally like, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Nothing is fine. (laughs) He just did not go for the feel of pumpkin on his toes. Damp and cold, and I I can't say (laughs) I blame him. Started screaming, and they were like, "Oh no, oh no!" (laughs) I was dying. I think there's a picture somewhere, if I'm not mistaken, of him sitting in a pumpkin screaming. (laughs) (laughs) And that is why he hates Halloween. I know. (laughs) (laughs) That's why you don't yell. He is the Grinch who stole Halloween. Oh, the uh, Halloween is Grinch night. Yes, which is oh. a wonderful children's special if you have never seen it. We should do uh, we should do some mini sods in October about uh, good Halloween kids specials. We're doing an entire mini sode on that in I believe three weeks. Oh, look at that! I, <laughs> I, it all comes together. <laughs>
<laughs> Not to give the schedule away too you're much. You're like, <laughs> you're like, have you been reading the documents I sent you? And I'm like, absolutely not. So I wrote up a schedule. It and a it very, was a very good schedule. It's an itinerary. We're following it to the letter. We've already changed. Stuff. We already changed one. <laughs> <laughs> because I was like, I've never seen that movie. Let's yeah. watch War Switch. <laughs> But I, I do, we are going to watch it. I think it's actually next week. Next week, is it? Yes. Oh my goodness. That's going to be a good one because this is one, this is a movie that uh, does not get a lot of attention. And I'm very excited about it because this movie probably, I have heard, I have heard that, um, <clears throat> oh, it's in two weeks. It's not this coming week. It's two okay. weeks. Um, I have heard that this movie is better than it is sometimes given credit for. I have heard that it would probably have benefited from not being part of a famous franchise. That's, yeah, that's what I've heard. That it was a good movie, but that it didn't obviously, for obvious reasons, fit in this franchise. (laughs) Everyone's like, oh, we don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's like, gee, I wonder which one you could be talking about. I wonder what it could be. Um, But anyway, What the hell were we talking about? Costumes. I don't know. I, I have made a number of my costumes, and I actually enjoy making my costumes uh, if it's something I'm really passionate about doing. But I remember um, there is a listener of this podcast who is a friend of mine, and she is an avid listener and a very good friend. Uh, her name is Julie Lockwood. And <laughs> she uh, she made, like, from scratch... The Catwoman costume, the Michelle Pfeiffer Catwoman costume. You're shitting me. No, with I like not. leather and staples. It was. It was. <laughs> I mean, she. I don't know if she made the bodysuit. Okay. Like the bodysuit itself, it was right. made out of vinyl. Okay. And uh, it was a very shiny vinyl, but she hand stitched all of the like white oh. stitching on the costume, and it was impeccably done like it was I, i'm gonna have to ask her for a picture to share on on social media that is that is commitment see commitment is important and that's what i'm saying like julie and joe are i mean obviously joe hosts a horror podcast called movie dumpster they are both like horror fanatics so halloween is a big deal julie and i have been texting all week about spooky candles <laughs> <laughs> She every time she like she's like I'm watching Halloween and drinking pumpkin ale and I'm like beautiful <laughs> this is exactly what we should be doing send me more <laughs> yay August yay August yum um yeah and so I have a lot of respect for people who do things like that who make really dedicated costumes I would love to make a drag version of Sam wouldn't that be fun. I think that would be fun. I don't know how you'd do it, though, with the mask. I don't really know either. I mean, I probably wouldn't have to paint. I'd probably do it as, like, just the mask itself. But then I'd, I'd modify the rest of the costume, the body of the costume. Yeah. This is copyrighted. None of you can do this. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I was just sitting here thinking about it. And I'm like, oh, I should not be talking about this. I should be no, it's really it easy. Around. I would just do this stuff. All I would do is exactly, exactly this. <laughs> It's proprietary information. I know. I don't know. I'm so bad about things like that. I'm always the one to like give away my shit. It's terrible. Don't be like me, kids. Be better. Um. So one thing that we haven't talked about with uh with costumes is that obviously our our uh knowledge of 
the effects of some costumes has become yeah. uh has become much more extensive in the last several years thank goodness um what are your thoughts on people who don't see costumes as appropriation or what are your thoughts on people who who do i don't know what your opinion is on this i think it kind of comes down to that golden rule a little bit it's that if what you're wearing is from a group that you do not belong to Mm -hmm. you should not be wearing it as a halloween costume or if it's (laughs) something that you don't i mean generally speaking yes if it's not a group you belong to it's probably for the best that you don't that said you know, could I see a white girl going as Effie from Dream Girls? Probably not, but maybe there's a way to do it without being offensive. Obviously, you would not modify the tone of your skin. That would be yeah, I, and I think silly. that's the line. <clears throat> I don't think yeah. there's anything wrong with like. Obviously, I don't have a problem with like. If your little girl who is not Polynesian desperately wants to go as Moana, I don't think that's a problem unless you put her in brown face. That was like, that was what I thought. But again, there have been some, there's been some contention uh, specifically about Moana. Really? Yeah, because okay. obviously there are some people who who think that uh, that dressing as a Polynesian is a, is offensive. Again, it's kind of one of those things where I say. I, I see both sides of this one. I, I'm not one to speak on it because I'm not Polynesian. But there is a part of me that says, well, if you're not wearing a bodysuit to change your skin color or you're not using makeup to change your skin color, I think dressing up as a Polynesian uh, Disney character who has inspired a young girl, especially when it's someone as powerful and... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Powerful and influential as Moana. I I think that that could be a really great opportunity for education about Polynesian culture. So I think that's the kind of costume where if you're going to do it, it's probably best to make the costume yourself and to learn about Polynesian culture while you do it. And that's probably the best way to avoid using any um, appropriative or inappropriate uh, symbolism as well. I think also it, it kind of comes down to what I was saying before. You know, if if you're if you're a white person who wants to dress as one of the Supremes, it's like you can easily do that without modifying your skin color or hair texture. <laughs> yeah. So I I, I think. It's an important part of the conversation to have. I don't think it should be something we should shy away from talking about. I think it's important that we, especially as white people, continue to have this discussion and talk about it and be sensitive to people of color and listen to what they have to say about it. And that's why, um, you know, I, I thought it was important to include in the conversation. Yeah, no, it it definitely is. And I mean, I think what it comes down to is if someone from that group says it's offensive, then it's offensive and stop. Yeah. I, I think that's... Yeah. That's um, about as good as you can get. When you have someone looking at you and saying, don't do that, then that's about as clear as it gets. And and it, oftentimes, it's it usually starts as, don't do that, and here's why. Yeah. And I think that there's certainly a way to have that conversation where you say, okay... I'm really sorry. I didn't mean I didn't mean anything by it. And 
if you want to continue to say, well, okay, is is there something I can do that's similar and not offensive? Is that like, how can I, it's a great opportunity to listen and to learn and to have conversations about um, cultural appropriation and and how you can be an ally or or uh, a student about someone else's culture without kind of stepping on it. <laughs> okay, goodness me. That's all I have to say about okay. all of that. I just didn't, I thought it would be just unfair. Turned into <laughs> That's all I have to say, to say about, about that. that. <laughs> Mama says life is like a box of chocolates. Some people are allergic and they eat it and they die. <laughs> um, what, the, what the hell was I going to say? I just thought it was... I, it was necessary to have that part of the conversation. I think it's, if we're going to be talking, doing an entire episode about costumes, yeah. it's it's probably important to say that we should, we should uh, pay special attention. And there's so many like non-offensive costumes to choose from. It's yeah, like, like why? There's, you, there's so many options. Like you can I know. be literally whatever you want. So I mean, <laughs> like, like I, I know someone personally, I am related to a person who went as a taco. Like, you can be whatever you want to be. Yeah. Like, it's not hard. <laughs> that was a good costume. Um, we have one final thing to talk about and probably the most important thing to talk about when it comes to costumes. Okay. Group costumes and couple costumes are frequent on Halloween. Yes. Do you have thoughts? I don't have a problem with you deciding on a theme. <laughs> I do not want to see five people dressed as a fire truck. <laughs> you know, like, I don't want to see five people who have to walk in a line the entire night in order for their costume to make to sense. To make sense, yeah. Like, if you want to do, like, we're all going to do Super Mario, and this person's Peach, and this person's Luigi, and this person's Mario. The, the, yeah, no, go for it. That's cool. That's, yeah. just, a, that's just a costume Because they stand alone. Yeah. Like, you can go out, you can go to a different party afterwards, and no one's going to think you're weird. They're just going to think you're Mario. Yeah, exactly. Couples costumes, very important. Please don't do the thing where it's like, he's a hot dog and I'm a bun. Or, that was almost exactly like, the- Like, Jesus the, Christ. That was almost exactly the example I was going to be. Like, <laughs> it's like, where he, like, is one person's fire and the other person's a dog, and they're like, we're a hot dog. But, uh... <laughs> and then like, they stare at you, funny. and you're like, absolutely not. You want to go as a famous couple? Do it up. You want to go as Morticia and Gomez Adams? I'm a hundred percent behind you. Yeah, but don't make, don't do it. Don't those make those wordplay costumes. Jokes. Sometimes I'm like, oh god, it's like a walking dad joke, and you're like, I just can't do this. This is not for me. I, I don't, and I and don't like, want to have to sit there and say. And I, like I'm not doing a, a fucking crossword to figure out what your goddamn costume is. It's not. I, I this is. I, I'm not here to work. <laughs> I'm here to play. Also, what are you like? Forty five from the suburbs with three kids. Like, like what are you? What are you thinking? And I see like couples who are in their twenties do this, and it's like, you, when did you become your parents? What are you doing? I know, and and somehow it happens, and nobody knows how. It's like one day you're forty two, and you're like. My God, my eyebrows are long. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you're your dad and you're you're making awful jokes. And it's like, then you're putting together these awful Halloween costumes. And you're like, why is this a thing? How did this become a part of your life? 
What <laughs> happened to you that led you to hot dog? When we revisit this topic in 10 years and we're like, hot dog is the funniest fucking costume. I thought it was the best costume the I best ever made. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, my God, they're still on. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think we've done quite a good job with this, with this little costume episode. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Do you have plans for this year? Do you have a costume planned? Not knowing <laughs> what the hell's gonna what happen. the hell is gonna happen, I do not. I don't either. Uh, and I've I've given it some thought because I'm like, well, usually at at Halloween, obviously, I should at the very least put out a picture in a costume as a drag queen. Like I should at least post something to social media. But there's also a part of me that's like, oh, I have to put something together, uh, and that's like never going to be seen again. <laughs> <laughs> But I do have some ideas, and I won't tell you exactly what they are because I've done enough uh, giving other people my ideas tonight. But you should definitely keep an eye on my social media in the next few weeks because I may be posting some Halloween costumes that you uh, you might enjoy if you're a horror fanatic. <laughs> <laughs> like we are. <laughs> Just remember, it's like a prom dress. You're only going to wear it once, so make sure you like it. Exactly. It had better be the best damn dress you ever wear in your whole fucking life. Um, oh, that. Oh, I was just looking at our schedule and I was like, oh, next week is. And I was like, oh, just shut up. Um, <laughs> well, that's it. That That's it for costumes, I think. I am very excited because I do have some fun stuff planned. And please, please, please let us know if you are planning your Halloween costumes now, what you're thinking of doing, because we're always very excited to see other people's. And don't forget when it comes time, I, I know we have like two months, but uh, don't forget when it comes time, we desperately want to see the pictures of your Halloween costumes, <laughs> especially if you have pets in costumes. Yes, pets in costumes. I, I am not one of those people who is offended by pets in costumes. I want them desperately. <laughs> like I want desperately to see your cat as a snowball. Yes. And if you put a picture of a dog up, particularly a small wiener dog in a, in a shark in a costume. <laughs> You will be my best friend. For oh, no. I don't know why tiny dogs in shark costumes are just my jam. That's your jam? That's my jam. This is Bruce. Yes. <laughs> I just want a fleet of tiny corgis in shark costume. Just run them down the street like the racing of the bulls. I'm fine with that. I'll send you a video because I was talking to a friend of mine. Uh, her name is Diana. And she loves dachshunds. Like, mm -hmm. has rescued so many of them and, and fosters them and does a lot of work for rescuing them but she posts videos all the time because she is she has a lot of foster hot dogs on her on her <laughs> farm and uh uh out in the midwest and so she she posts videos all the time of her like making them run around the farm not making them like yeah. calling them and having them run around the farm and it's the funniest thing because they're just these little like bouncy jelly beans like <laughs> flopping around uh I, I will forward it to you and we can photoshop sharks onto them yes. <laughs> all right kids that's it for our costumes episode i hope you enjoyed it please like i said let us know what you're planning on doing with your halloween costumes this year don't lose the spirit of this holiday because it is going to be wonderful with or without the trick-or-treating and the parties we're still going to watch our favorite movies we're still going to gather in small groups a uh, perfect opportunity to wear a mask and uh, stay safe, stay spoopy. And until next time, remember. Whatever happened to Faye Ray, that delicate satin draped.
friend As it clung to her thigh How I started to cry Cause I wanted to be dressed just the same. My Spooky Gay Family features music by Nate Walker, artwork by David Elon, and this episode contains clips from the Rocky Horror Picture Show, distributed by 20th Century Studios, 1975. Please subscribe on iTunes, leave us a nice message, and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr. My Spooky Gay Family is a product of Barbara Duel Productions. Bra, do. <laughs>